Right, story so far. Abby is becoming disentangled with Leo after hair flick stroke Curtis. Jaeger has come on the scene. Um, the romance between Jack and the Caroline Dudar Watsit hyphenated um, is, is, is motoring along. Carol Beer Seeger, isn't it? <laughs> no, maybe not. Um, I say the wedding is coming up upon us and Ken is looking to get into speedboats. Anyway, I'm Jonathan. And I'm Rob. And together we are Antique, Antique Dust. Dust. Woo! And we are following the gorgeous, gorgeous yachty drama that is Howard's Woo! Was first broadcast on the 2nd of November 1986. So what were you doing on the 2nd of November 1986? Oh, I, oh, Apart I, from watching Howard's Way, I obviously. Was 13. And Stop it. I, yes, I know. I was 13 and I was picking my options. <laughs> what is that euphemism? No, it's basically you got, you got given a chart of what you wanted to do. And uh, on GCSEs because GCSEs right. have just come out. I was the second lot, second lot intake to do that. And so what did you what did you choose? Woodwork and um, biology. <laughs> no, I wasn't very good at woodwork or biology. I, I, I didn't. I didn't try to drop all the sciences. Um, I did, well, that explains a thing or two. <laughs> I did maths, advanced maths, stats. Um, I was very mathematical um, and art, graphics and communications and history and geography. Wow, that's a widespread of interest. I loved, I loved history. Um, how I was deeply disappointed when doing doing history uh, at GCSE because it was doing the bloody Red Indians and the Industrial Revolutions, and I had no. Oh, the only thing I had knew, knew about the Wild West was Bonanza on Little House dun, dun, on the Prairie. Dun, 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 dun. <laughs> That's Bonanza, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah. And, yeah, the Revolution, it was just about poverty and kids working in mills. That was just like... Yeah. I think you might have missed some of the. Well, that's what we all focused on. We just we, we rambled around Style Mill, which was it was fair. Style Mill was really lovely, but no, I say GCSEs were a vast disappointment. Um, and plus, you had to put lots of work in as well. Oh. Because it, I, I much preferred to be doing an exam and then passing on an exam because I could cram it for like three days before. But with GCSEs, you had to put shitloads of effort in. Please excuse my French. Um, anyway, let's get to the glorious, let's glorious get busy. TV show. So what does IMDb say about this lovely episode? Well, Jonathan, IMDb says... Mm-hmm. Jack's vow to keep Caroline as a client only is short-lived. Jaeger pays an ominous visit to the Uckert home. 
Avril suggests that the board prepare to fight Frere, who they suspect is behind the takeover bid. Sonia admits to Jan that a vendetta against Claude is affecting her suppliers. Polly and Abby quarrel when Abby raises the question of her paternity. Claude refuses Jan's request. Or Jan's request. (laughs) Kate signs without a solicitor. Ken talks business bollocks with Sarah Foster and later with Kate. David accuses Avril of divided loyalties. Well, he's got a cheek. And she thinks he doesn't know which way to jump. Tom and Lynn share a sentimental moment on the eve of her wedding. One Tarrant resident is leaving town on the bus. And David accepts a secret, rather unethical, invitation. Ooh. Ooh. So, this so, episode, last week's episode was totes amazing. Totes amazeballs, Jonathan. This, totes amazeballs. It was. It was amazing. It was I, would like to, I would like to apologise for um, <laughs> the tweet along. It didn't really go to plan. I why, think. why was that, Jonathan? <laughs> so, what? What, well, what, mis- what, what mishap befell, befell you in the garden? Yes, well, we, we, it was a, such a really nice sunny day for, for, for I think it was, it was late February, wasn't it? Um, it was. And it was a lovely sunny day. We went for a lovely walk and we had a nice bottle of wine in the garden. And then we had another. And then we opened the gin. So we were compassmentous. I don't know. We did manage to shovel down a f- frozen pizza, which had been... We managed to... Well, it wasn't frozen when we shoveled it down. It wasn't frozen when we had it. It was like, mm, it this is unusual. I zip up. Um, and the tweet along didn't really go very well. We did. No. We gave, we gave it was up. A bit, it was a bit by the numbers, shall we say. <laughs> it wasn't great. It wasn't great. Uh, so we would like to, we would so we quite would, like to apologize. We would, we'd, yeah. So we'd quite like to apologize. <laughs> And we won't do it again. Well, we can't make any promises on that. Uh, so, but last week's episode was brilliant. It was like jam packed. There's lots of Howard's Way strengths. This episode did feel very padded out. Yes, yes. Incredibly there was a, yeah, so. There was. There did feel like some, there were, some things went on a little bit longer than the. I mean, there were a few to. glimpses of gorgeousness, which what well, which we will cover. But the episode, it it just. Uh, the opening sequence was great. We see Davy sailing on his own in a little dinghy. Yes, whether it was his own boat or something. I know. But, um, actually, from our previous watchings of Howard's Way, I don't remember Davy being this in in this much of it. I I I thought he kind of disappeared after the first series. No. So I was kind of surprised really to see there's quite so much of him. Yeah, I mean, so there was. I mean, I, I mean, the I mean, Leo needs a friend. Because he doesn't. The only friend he's got is Abby, and she's a bit and useless. She's useless. <laughs> so... Fat lot of good she is. <laughs> Although her dress sense seems to be improving. That's her mother's influence. Mm. Mm. Well, I think well, I think on episode one, any any it, mind you, anything's an improvement on the 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 dungarees. Uh, oh, yeah, the relaxed T-shirt. <laughs> I mean, really. But or, or smocks. As, so, as I, we have the opening sequence, which looked very glamorous, and it was very well shot. Well, I'd said to you, oh, is this Tarrant, or is this the Caribbean? I know, because it looked very very sparkly and very well done. And it was yeah. before drone footage, so they actually borrowed the Howard's Way helicopter. Yeah, they borrowed Charles Ferrer's helicopter. Yeah, has been sort of, so they've dangled the good, cameraman out the back of it. Put to good use. I know. So, so we have a little scene with uh, Davy and Leo. This is probably the only real sort of, 
big scene that Leo has in yeah, this Yeah, Leo's not a major player in this no, episode. No, there's not many major players in this episode. It's all a bit fluffy. Um, so we have, we say, Leo is there playing Hangman on his BBC computer. Yeah, Because uh, he's a bit bored and his, his sort of trial run. There's is, not is, much action ha- happening in the in the sail shed or whatever it, You've got the, the lady, lady sail maker busy With on the sewing, sewing machine. machine. That looks like it came from the Industrial Revolution. Yes. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, it's probably a small child running under it, probably missing a couple of toes and a finger. Um, but I, mean, I thought Leo was meant to be learning how to make sales. So surely he should be in charge of the sewing machine and with someone get tutting from behind. Um, but no, he's playing hangman and he's just saying to Davy, "So well, my trial trial period is coming to an end. I'm, I think I'm just I'm jacket I'm in. Just gonna jacket in. Are you just and, think- and they share a moment when Davy realizes that Leo might be." Might be leaving the. Well, it's a bit, the, yeah. The yard. But then again, it's, it's, I mean, it's not very good, really, because because Dave is there. He's really into the boat building and he's really enjoying it. He's been there for two seasons, yeah. Um, and Leo is just like, oh god, it's boring. And you think, you say you're saying it's boring, but you're, so basically you're telling Davy that his job is boring as well. well let's, let's hang on a minute. He's, I think he's saying that sail making is boring, and and to be fair, I imagine it probably is. And, and it's oh no, sails coming in. Well, why don't you get off your frigging ass and go and get some sails, Leo? I mean, really, uh, so a bit of gumption for Leo, I think, is needed. Uh, but fortunately, in subsequent series, there is a bit more gumption in Leo. It, right. it, it's not all. Mm-hmm. It gets a gumption transfusion. It gets a gum- gumption transfusion. Um, so, we, so Leo, and we actually have another scene with Leo, sort of with a family after a meal before Lynn's wedding, and then at the wedding. But that was pretty much the only dialogue, proper dialogue that Leo had. Yeah. So, that- but as I keep on saying, you can't have every character having a major storyline in every episode. That would be ridiculous. Yeah, it probably would be. Um, then and, we- and it's had some fairly substantial. Yeah, he's uh, had some storylines up till now. Yeah. So, so he needs a he needs a day off. Yeah, he's a lie down with a bag of frozen peas over his eyes. And again, the the, the, the conversation of Curtis Yeager uh, comes up. Her flick of the Gestapo, Hair flick, which is like again drawing the character into just to remind the people that didn't record it on their Betamax or missed the last episodes that Curtis Jaeger is a person that Leo doesn't particularly like. And that segues nicely into Curtis Vega arriving in this battered camper van outside the Urquhart's residence, which it's just... Sorry, the Urquhart's... Yeah, so- the Urquhart residence looks amazing. Well, we we see it from a different from a different angle. This, I know. This, we, we usually see it from the the road through the gates, but but this time they've moved the camera, so we we have a different. I know. I, a, well, I, I do. I have I've seen the plans. It's still on right move. Okay. <laughs> so oh, it's got a triple arger. Um, yeah. So we see. We not see, moving. Right. I'm not. I'm not moving to the south of England just so you can have a triple arger. Right now, I know. I can pretend I'm you probably notice, notice, she, uh, has, yeah, she, yeah. she has sensible shoulder pads. Yeah. <laughs> so. yeah. you, you'll, you'll notice that I'm not saying Urquhart. I'm saying Urquhart. Well, I'm saying Urquhart because Urquhart is the correct pronunciation. I know, but everyone says Urquhart. Well, Polly, Polly, Polly and Gerald Urquhart. Well, they shouldn't. But I'm pronouncing it how the show pronounces it. I'm pronouncing so it la, how la, it la. should be pronounced, because it's a <laughs> Scottish name. But if you haven't picked up on it, I am Scottish. Oh, that's lovely, sweetie. I love foreign. I love... Lo- I love having a foreign husband. <laughs> I know. We have just filled in the census. Yes. How is he known as? Scottish? <laughs> or British? I did put Scottish for you. 
Oh, thank you. <laughs> what did you put for religion? Uh, none. All oh, right. I'm not a nun, though. <laughs> yes. Oh, I'm, I'm not missing a, call the I'm not, back in the, <laughs> I'm not back in the habit. <laughs> Apparently, they're doing a third sort of nun, yeah, whoopee girl, but nun film, I think. <laughs> whoopee girl, be, uh, nun film. <laughs> yeah, what was it? Um, Sister Act. Sister Act, that's it. <laughs> so, anyway, so anyway. Curtis Yeager turns up at the Urquhart residence, uh, and even you commented on the residence saying, oh gosh, that ivy, it's going to be dreadful for the pointing. Yeah, that's, <laughs> that's going to ruin the pointing. And Abby looks quite surprised. What are you doing well, he here? he turns up uninvited, doesn't he? I know, so he didn't even send a card. <laughs> so, <laughs> he's just, oh, greetings. he came up for a chat. Well, that, again, this seems a little bit of a pointless chat, but... He seems slightly amused. Well, I think I think there's just, there, there's a couple of things there that, in terms of the point of it. One is that we've got Curtis Yeager mm-hmm. turning up at Abby's home. palatial yeah. home. And she's very quick to point out. I am moving out. I am soon. moving out. This is my parents' home. I'm yeah. moving out soon. I'm not a tra- I'm not a cla- I'm not a traitor to the working classes or anything yeah. like that. No, yeah. no, no. That she's, would never. That would be she's, terrible. She's, she's hiding the brochures for the uh, for the waterside apartment. That she, Daddy could get a discount. Oh. Yeah, <laughs> the so marina, the marina development. Yeah, yeah. yeah but it's uh, got water views and a big balcony. What yeah. do you think? But it also serves to remind us that Curtis Yeager is a a nasty piece of work. When clearly he's not above bombing. Uh, well, he, 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 for the he, section labs. Yeah, it, it, Abby actually calls him out, and then he says, "No, I haven't done that." But you don't believe him, uh, and no, and of course fact, we don't. In fact, Curtis Yeager does look really handsome. He is very handsome, and he's a really good actor. Um, and you believe in that character, mm. and it, it, it really does hit home. He is a nasty piece of work, but. Uh, and Abby is sort of quite taken back. But well, also, yeah. I'm, I'm not sure if Abby actually likes him. She she likes that he's part of something, but I don't actually feel. I mean, because they did feel that like there was a frisson of chemistry, but well, I, th- I didn't really pick up on that in this episode. No, there was none of that. Well, the, the last episode in the club, there was like ooh uh, from Abby, but this episode was like, oh, what are you doing? And she's looking all glamorous and a palatial thing. So she's doing a whole poly thing. Would you like a drink? Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> the cocktail. Welcome, welcome to my parents' gracious home. Yeah, and then and she's was... wearing some kind of bow in her hair that matches, which is to be to be fair, that was like really un Abby esque, was wasn't it? To be to to have this kind of like nice. Nice kind of clothes well, she, on, she with looked, matching she, bow in her hair. I mean, she, she looked, she looked attractive. She was wearing attractive clothes, and yeah, so it was like, oh, right. I mean, okay. It's one thing to sort of smarten her up, but it's another thing to kind of so quickly transition her into fashionista. Yeah, but yeah, but I mean, when you've got a mother like Polly, it's just like hard to think, but. Uh, and she's reading this book, something like "Killing Animals" or something, some sort of, sort of like <laughs> yeah. right on a, a book. how-to guide. On how- <laughs> how-to guide, yes. No, she's... yes. River section for beginners. Yeah. <laughs> so... <laughs> yeah. Uh, so Polly comes in with like, oh, I've just been shopping. La 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 la, and then introduces herself to Curtis Yeager. Hello. Uh, Curtis Yeager holds her hand and says, uh, uh, sort of introduces herself, and Polly's being very chatty and, sp- yeah. and sociable as she is. Um, would you like a cup of tea or something like that? And uh, then he sort of points at her bag. Or says, oh, it's that alligator. And she says, I think so. Do you like it? And said, I prefer the alligators. 
and then ooh, all dissolves. And then flounces out. And you just think, ooh. Yeah, yeah. So, and then there's a little frisson from Abby there because obviously it's, it's against Mother. So, ooh. ooh. Yes, Team Abby. Um, so I think mm, standing up to Polly, and Polly looks a little bit sort of shocked. Or well, she's not. She's not expecting to be dissed. No. In her own home. No. So. By a member of the Hitler Youth, an elderly member of the Hitler Youth. But it's it's got great skin tone. Whatever regime he's on, it's very good. <laughs> it's very good for skincare. Uh, so and then Polly, uh, and then Abby asked Polly, "Who is my dad?" And she said, "It's n- none of your business." Which actually is a not quite. No, not, it's not, really not fair. quite. It's not quite the fair thing. Yeah. So. Um, so and they say Gerald is your father. He's given you everything, and but yeah, and you can understand that. And the, yeah, yeah. And it's always it's always a bit of a tricky one. Yeah, so I'm not speaking from personal experience, but for I can imagine mm. it would be a tricky one. Yeah, so uh, but yeah, so I think that's the sort of the Abby, the, and then the, the invitations arrive for Abby to go, and Polly says some nonsense. I'm surprised you weren't asked as bridesmaid why on earth would Lynn why, ask why would well, pe- ask, yeah, yeah. I mean, really what nonsense is that because just just nonsense yeah so it mm, so that, that, that seems a bit, bit mm. but the, the, I would the, like Polly being asked as maiden of <laughs> maiden or, of dishonor of dishonor or whatever <laughs> whatever, whatever the expression is <laughs> we had a maid of dishonor at ours yes we did <laughs> we did Linda stroke Paul. Yep. <laughs> Jolly good wedding. Jolly good. Anyway, moving on. Moving on. So, yeah. So it. So so this, that that was a that was quite a good meeting. See, then we have business bollocks. Um, where we've got uh, Charles discussing with Sir John. And, yeah, we get to see Slarty Bartfast for the first time in Yonks. Y- Yonks, yes. And uh, they're discussing the takeover of Relton and some nonsense with yeah, the Yeah, so there's nominal share holders in Switzerland that we're not entirely like, certain blah, blah, blah. whether they're Charles's nominees or not. He says they're not, but not yeah, sure about that. And then there's Gerald sp- spreading himself around various brokers buying up more Nosh, more and more shares then there's can they nobble the wife of the ex-chair who owns 12 percent and yeah so, and so there's a lot of and then also david lloyd's name comes up yes and says can he be turned can he be turned yes so that's the bit Super. that's mm, yeah so it's uh yeah so you think, oh, all right. Well, at least with it's relatable business nonsense. In last week's episode, it was sort of unrelatable, sort of Eurosync yeah. bollocks. Yeah. Uh, at the Pebble Mill. Yeah, store. it's relatable to us because we're constantly buying and selling shares and <laughs> launching takeovers of <laughs> yes. multinational we companies. We do that from our back it's a hobby. Yeah, it's, it's a hobby. hobby. Yeah, it's lovely. We're doing a spare time. <laughs> we wander around as so we sit in the back of the Bentley, speaking on a very large phone, going "bye, bye, sell, sell," and then go through the drive-through. Yeah, and have a milkshake. <laughs> so, mm. <laughs> milkshake. No, I want a milkshake. Um, so, so we have a little bit of that bollocks, and then we have um, where we have Relta Marine business bollocks, where they're aware that there's something happening, and they're sort of thinking that it is Charles Freire that is the one that is causing uh, the little bit of upheaval with regards to said shares mm. and takeovers and they're having to be, well, we'll have to 
girdle our loins and sort of <laughs> girdle our loins what? <laughs> whatever what? <laughs> whatever yeah. whatever <laughs> we're going to have to man the battle stations yeah and sort of David Lloyd is also sniffing around the, the delightful Avril Avril looked she had lots of outfit changes today in this this, this week's episode yes um, and her shoulder pads were sort of acceptable yeah, level I have to say that this, the, the shoulder padage in this in this episode was less bonkers than it was last week yeah although we did have, we did we did, we did see Stonya again dude fashion yeah she was she, her, her shoulder pads were well, they were well padded but they weren't sticky out in the way no that, not like all the other ones it was like, like what last, the hell not like last week so <laughs> so but yeah so yeah. A- a- Avril it was, was was like teasing daddy with regards to his sort of client that's ordered a boat Caroline Dudar what's it um, and then she keeps phoning him asking him on yeah. dates and things she, like so that so she doesn't we don't actually see her in this episode but she phones she phones the office a lot mm. so asking Jack out for dinner and lunch and whatever various <sighs> Yeah. So Jack's going, she's just a client, she's just a client. Oh, hello. Hello. Hello, yeah. Caroline. Yes, I'd love to come out to dinner with you. To dinner with you. She's just a client. Yes. Yeah, Jack. Yeah. yeah. So just get her to sign the contract and then you can, you can not do it. But, but so, I mean, there was a little bit of, a little fatherly, little nuggets of fatherly, daughterly sort of sort of relationships where she's saying, oh, are you going to get married again? Are you going to get, date again? He said, I'm never getting married again. Which is like, ooh, ooh. all right. Right. Um, so, Once bitten, twice shy. So we don't see much of Tom in this episode either, nope, do we? it's a Tom-light episode. It's a Tom-light episode. It's a Leo-light episode. So it's a Gerald-light episode, apart yeah. from sitting on the sofa. He was actually chomping through a bloody sandwich while he was doing most of his dialogue. I don't think they planned that well. Maybe they were quite delicious sandwiches. Because he was barely, yeah, he could barely the, get his words out. Well, really, like, without, without sort of like, a sure, of cheese and pickle sandwich coming out. I'm pretty sure that the Pebble Mill catering would have been top notch. <laughs> top notch. Top notch. <laughs> so, but it was just like, okay, I can appreciate that you've got sandwiches there, but you don't have to talk. It's like, nom, 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 nom. Bollocks, 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 business, 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 buy shares, blah, blah, blah. Mm, cheese and pickle, mm, piccalilli, lovely. Um, so we didn't get a great deal of Gerald, didn't get a great deal of Charles. Uh, Charles Freer is, uh, sort of the, towards the end of the episode, David Lloyd arrives at Charles Freer's yeah. so we had, So we had a lot, we didn't have a lot of them, but we had a lot of Jeanne. Jeanne. We had a fair amount of Claude. Yes, well, is that the, the storyline with, with getting materials and things like that from France because Claude's jilted fiance is causing absolute havoc because she's part of fashionist of France. So, and Sonia has uh, sort of the, the fashion person who's pinning together uh, uh, Lynn's sort of wedding, wedding dress. Um, so it's basically reconfirms. Look, you're not going to get all these materials. You've been blackballed. So all the stuff that has been sent across, she's basically this ex-fiance has basically said it's either either them or me. So um, you'll have to buy British. Buy British. And Mrs. Thatcher would have been delighted. I at know. That message. Yes, she would have been fabulous. Buy British. None um, of this foreign muck. Mm, so yeah. So th- there was that. Um, Sonia's quite delicious. So she was wearing something really nasty neon with a headband. Well, it was as like well. acid, acid green or something. It was wasn't acid it? yellow. Acid yellow. It was just like, ooh, gosh, that is quite vile. 
Um, it's fashion. Fashion. <laughs> fashion. Fashion. Yes, but yeah. So so that that's been there. So she's got to. She has a row with Claude. Uh, and Claude. Jan, oh, I will do. Jan, I will so, do something. Yeah, I so will. Jan, not Sonia, not Sonia. Jan has a row. With, Jan has a row, a row with, with Claude. Claude. Um, um, and and also Ken is there to to witness, witness this and basically is aware that but Jan is is distanced him distanced herself. And they him. have they have quite a for Jan I think quite an uncomfortable. Well, Jan doesn't say anything. Encounter. Can can answer because she knows she's she knows he's right. Because mm. what what he's saying is that I didn't I didn't think that our relationship was entirely dependent upon me providing you with financial support. But actually, I think he's kind of right, and I think Jan knows that, and that's why she didn't have a lot to say for herself because she knows she's in the wrong. Yeah. So. And there, I've said it. You have said it. I have said it. Yes. So, yes. So there we go. So we've got. What, what have we done? That, that that's been cooling off. So their relationship has been cooling off, and it just seems like. Well, paying thugs to beat up. Yeah, Leo. Yeah. So I mean, that Leo was, was prob- To be fair, that was that was probably the that was the, the, the death knell yeah. of their relationship. Really, yeah. that's not that's something that's quite hard to bounce back from. Yeah, I, yeah, and I get that, and I think that is very 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 true um but you would have thought she would have had some sort of comeback but she didn't and it just ended like floating there as an, uh, an unanswered thing which yeah i would have thought they could have done a little bit more meaty thing with that but hey hey ho uh, hey ho um but then ken arrives at jan's house to speak to kate mm. and in fairness he opens up, and that's a really that's again Howard's way does its best in these sensitive, intimate scenes, and even Kate sort of is quite taken aback. So he's offered her the job as running the boutique because it's obviously Jan's not coming back, and although she is meant to be there, she's not. Yeah, and Kate's by all accounts doing a a sterling yeah, job running she's, the she's, boutique. She's good at it, and he brings a bottle of brandy, and she says, "Oh, okay, then go on then," and. And you could tell Kate's like warming a little bit to to Ken, even a little she, bit, a, a little, little bit. bit, because he's actually honest. I said, "Look, I wanted, I, 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 I do love her, and I offered to marry her." And he and he says, and she says, "Well, she's already married," but even she's thaw. She, it felt like she was thawing a little yeah. bit the frostiness. Yes, which she's, again, that was it. Was, that was because you've got two cracking actors with that scene. And it, it wasn't particular. It wasn't like a big emotional speech or anything like that. But it was really tenderly done, and I think great. And I think the money will come in handy with the boutiques. We have a scene with Kate at the bank manager where she's got a seventeen thousand pound charge on the house. Um, she owes something, and, she, and yeah, I think she's got a big overdraft. She's got a big overdraft, and she spent twenty seven thousand pounds on this racehorse that's now worth about nine thousand pounds. If she's if yeah, she she's sells. been charged about four thousand pounds in service charge. I'd I'd be I'd be changing bank because that's a heck of a a tariff you're on. Yeah, so ridiculous. Uh, so they put she signs over a charge to the house, and she said, "Do you not want to speak to the solicitor about this?" No, no, no. So I can't. Afford I can't the, afford a solicitor. Can't afford a solicitor. And then she signs signs the the, the seventeen thousand pound charge on a gorgeous cottage, 
and then he asked, well, what about this 9,000? So he's expecting the racehorse as well. So the racehorse or a leg or a racehorse. Yeah. So, so she's a bit financial stuck. But I would have thought the house, even in the 80s, would have been worth a fortune because it was a gorgeous detached cottage. Well, she's not going to want to, Which, to, to, that, that, to, to that, sign away the, the entirety of the house, is she? But she does. That's the thing. Um, which the house goes in, in, in future episodes. So, spoilers. Oh, spoilers, I know. Spoilers. But so she's in a bit of a financial stuck. She shouldn't have bought the racehorse. No, that was daft. That was very daft. I mean, yeah, we don't. I mean, many a times I thought, oh, I want a horse, I want a horse. But no, I think the vet bills would be astronomical. Um, so no. So, so, so this was quite a, sort of a nice, say, Kate's vulnerable, but she's working now. She needs working. a well, she blooming well needs a job. She's um, she's so she's sold a painting, so that's paid a chunk of the overdraft off. Um, she's she's can sell the racehorse, which is great. I think that's a jolly good idea. Um, well, also, otherwise, she's just going to be continue to rack up, rack up, rack up more debts. more more bills. It's just um, silly. Yeah, very silly. So yeah, so I think. Uh, well, so it's it's quite interesting that they bought that element of the of of it in. Um, so so, we've, so that's the Kate storyline and the the wedding. Ugh. The wedding was lovely. Don't get me wrong; it was really really. But we had so many random characters with dialogue that we didn't need. Well, oh. we yeah. So we so we had so we had the we, vicar. Well, before before then, we we had. Well, was it before then or not? No, it was we we saw the vicar. Yeah, we had the, we had the we had, scene with the vicar, the pre pre nuptial thing. Well, they're just the talking about hymns and crap, and then they yeah. go, then they go, and, and he says, "I'm going to introduce you to David or the some, organist, some something." And it was like, "Well, okay, what's what? What's this? What's, what's the point? What, of this? Where's this going? And then Nowhere they, it turned out." And, and then we've got we've got another thing about meeting up with the organist, and they're playing some music again pointless and then we have another scene um where we've got uh we've got um tom and lynn getting in the back of the rolls royce and you've got two random pensioners looking oh there she is yeah with no explanation of who they were or, who, or indeed why they were why they were, why doing they were there and who were they? i mean were they staff was it the gardener yeah and the, exactly and, and the char lady i mean yeah, exactly and then you've got people at, outside the 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 church like going oh here they are and it's like yeah. what why did we need all that so you well i think <laughs> i i suspect this is this is just trying to over egg so it's, the, like, it's the, like a big the society celebrity sort of society kind of wedding thing isn't it because you know how many people have big crowds outside the church when they're no no people you're not even related it just to. seemed no. it just seemed that they're yeah. just trying to trying to make the Howards appear more popular than they really I mean, they are. May, they may be high in Tarrant society, but yeah. In fairness, the church the church scene did look very nice, walking down the aisle, yeah. and Abby wearing white. Said, "Surely you should know that when you go to a wedding, the only person wearing white is the bride. Nobody else should wear white." Well, I think there were a few people wearing white, so clearly is, that is a mm, that is that, that that's a tradition through. more honoured in the breach than and the observance. Ja- and Jan's outfit, she looked like she was working for Virgin Atlantic yes. cabin crew. She yes. was just going to pick up a shift on the way after the, yeah. the Volivons. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> Either that, or she was inspired by Captain Scarlet. <laughs> 
<laughs> yes, there was a lot of hat hatage. Wasn't there was there? a lot of hat, but that's traditional. You wear you wear yeah. hats. But if, uh, what did strike me though was I thought it was slightly peculiar that Leo was Claude's best man, best man, and there there was didn't seem to be any French accents at all in that in that. Church. Yeah, when you could, you could have had a little bit of sort of someone could have you must have friends you must have friends and family I I would have quite happily traded in the scenes the scenes with the organist the scenes with the people meeting outside outside the Howard residence the scene with the vicar uh, and the scene just arriving with there have a bit of dialogue and just wedge in a Claude family relative that is giving a little a backstory about the fiance to create a bit more drama on that rather than all of that sort of rippery and it just felt like they were filling time. Yeah, I mean, I think I think there, there could have been a bit of a lost opportunity there because you know Claude could have had a devastatingly handsome Frenchman come across to be his best man who I don't know makes eyes at Jan or something something like that. Some, there could have been there could element. have been an element an element there. It just made Claude look like he has no friends, no family. Nothing, nothing in this world other than the clothes he stands up with, uh, up in, and, and his, his friends, and his friends, and his ponytail. Yeah, so, but there was a night. Let's say there was a really lovely scene when the whole family come back from a meal out with the, it's Tom, Jan, Kate, Leo, and Lynn um, the day the night before the the wedding, and Jan says, "Take your coat off, Tom," and that was just such a really nice tender scene. And they were really good together. Mm. And I, and there was a scene when the, Lynn comes out of the church. I like, really like the scene when Lynn coming out of the church and she was like actually running with Claude yes. in the background. Um, into the graveyard. Into the graveyard. Oh, look, I'll be here in three episodes time. Yeah. And there was sort of when, when they do the kill, <laughs> until death do, do part. Well, yeah, that's, what, that's not long now, is it? <laughs> so, but there was a really nice scene and it felt like Avril was a, felt like a bit like a spare part. Yeah, because cause the family's all there and, and there's, there's, a, there's a nice moment when Jack goes up to Kate. And, oh, there's a really tender and moment. And gives, gives her a peck on the cheek and they have a hug and it, it's a, there's all sort of nice family kind of... And, and, there's, and there's, there's Avril sort of hovering on the periphery just yeah. looking on and looking all sad and well she wasn't she, she looked happy but a bit maudlin well so. she, had, she had mixed emotions people can do that actually you know have mixed have emotion. more than one emotion at the same time <gasps> really yeah it's not black and white wow it's not black and white it's not like a tom and jerry cartoon nope. um so i mean that that scene there were some really lovely tender scenes in there and even abby looked relatively emosh when they were getting married and you could see that wow emosh and polly looked lovely Polly looked fantastic. Even Gerald was eyeing up Claude. So, well, wouldn't you though? Yeah, you would. With his ponytail and his and his French, it's like his French oulala. French <laughs> You would, wouldn't you? So yeah, I just really uh, that that was nice, but it did feel like a bit of a paddy episode, um, and that's it's a bit sad because the episode before was just brilliant. It was just lovely, uh, and also it's the Final, final episode with Dawn. Yeah, Dawn. We we can't we can't allow her her departure, her departure. to oh, go unremarked upon. Dawn, absolutely epic character, lovely, lovely, lovely. She was a bit marmite at the beginning, a bit Dolly Bird, which is her sort of thing. But so with the scenes to come in, the actor really 
brought a lot of depth to that character and there was a vulnerability about her which she always got trampled upon yeah um she was used by ken but in fairness to ken she he didn't promise her anything and she says i mean she she, she sidled up to him in the jolly sailor and says all right i'm giving up my room here at the jolly sailor can i move in with you and he says no that's that's all in the past that's 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 not going to happen which i think is quite good because I mean, she served a purpose of introducing her, him, him to, to, to Mark Foster. Mark of course, Foster. We, we meet the infamous Sarah Foster, Sarah Foster in this episode uh, as well. Yeah. So, but with regards to Dawn, and, he's, and in fairness, Kenny gives her a £500 deduction fee, which probably was quite a lot of money for her. Um, but she knows that's, that's it, it's underlined. So there is no hope. Yeah. Anything. So all we really needed more. needed there was for Barbara Dixon to come along and sing another suitcase in another hall from Evita. Because <laughs> yeah. essentially that's that's Dawn's life, isn't it? You know, she yeah. packs her bag and moves on to the next one. And it was just like and it she really... catches a sad looking bus. Yeah, and well, because the 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 Rolls Royce with Lynn and Tom in it sail past her uh, the while she's at stop. the bus stop. <laughs> the bus stop. And then with while she gets with all her possessions in a carrier bag. Yeah, well, two suitcases. Metaphorically yeah. speaking, anyway. Well, she did look very nice and she, she looked, looked very, very attractive. Nice. Although she so it did look like she had Dalek earrings on. Um, but she, looked a bit, she did look a little bit sad. It was a bit sad. And she's passing the, the churchyard. I don't missed a trick there because they should have had the bus going past with all the family out on the, the lawn. But maybe... The schedule of the bus didn't, didn't correlate with that. <laughs> so that was the farewell to Dawn. Yeah, we'd never see Dawn again. Oh, I know it's so sad. I mean, they, yeah, because she was she was she was a good character. Yeah, in our in our alter, alternate universe version of yeah Howard's Way, she is a much more significant yeah role. Very much so, very very much so. So mm. so farewell, Dawn. This episode is. This is this, the antique dust. This episode is dedicated to you. Oh. So before we sign off, we have also, as you mentioned before, we we meet Mark Foster and mm-hmm. we meet Sarah Foster, who, Sarah Foster, who looks more of a Carol in fairness. But um, but so Mark Foster's is at the yacht club, drinking whiskey, looking whiskey, unhappy, looking unhappy, or unspecified and Ken sidles in, and basically. So we get introduced to Sarah Foster. That's Mark Foster's wife, and there's yes. a bit of a there's a moment. There's a little moment there's an between Ken because because Sarah Foster is quite an attractive she's lady. A pretty, she's a, a pretty lady. She's a pretty lady. She's very businesslike, and she's also getting straight to the point. She dismisses her husband. It's like like speedboats and racing boats, um, and she's asking pertinent questions. Well, why do you want to get involved? And basically, Ken says. I've got the land, you've got the stock, let's work it together, um, which is quite good. And I think it's this... I've the, got the brains, you've got the bronze, yeah. let, let, let's let's make lots of money, as yeah. pet shop boys would have Exactly. Would, would have put it. And, and I think having speedboats into the equations of Howard Way, so you've got the speedboats and yachts, is really, really a good dynamic. Much better than horse racing. Well, the thing with speedboats is you can go a bit faster. I know, and it is, yeah. So, and it's and you've got that yeah. added element of danger. Danger. 
danger, danger. danger. Oh, that's we won't, we won't won't talk about Mark Foster's demise, shall we? Spoilers. Spoilers. (laughs) Honestly, spoilers. So it was a good episode, but again, as I said, wasn't the best. It's not the best, but it wasn't the worst episode. Wasn't the best. They had some really, really nice moments, and things were motoring along quite nicely. So we've got three more episodes of series. So, we do our tweet along 8pm every Sunday, hopefully without powered by gin. Hopefully less gin. Yes, well, that's not going to happen tonight. So, we're going to be right on it, like a car bonnet. (laughs) On it like a car bonnet. (laughs) Like an Easter... After not watching the the, the Green Cross Code. (laughs) We're going to be on it like an Easter bonnet. Yes, um so so that's that um now we will be covering um say the sort of it's up to series two and we have decided to put the howard's way podcast and tweet along on a hiatus um because we think summer season is coming here and we need to and we plus we want to parcel out the other glorious four series yeah. and and who knows there might be a lot of gin drinking during the yeah, summer the summer season it's, it's pins, too risky it's, it's too tennis. risky it's yeah. too risky so and um, we know all you lovely lovely folks that follow us along on twitter on at antique dust uh, we'll, we've got better things to do on a sunday in the shed, summer yeah so, so at the end of, of series two we will have a hiatus until september then we will have series three um, so we're having a Howard's Way winter. Howard's Way winter and spring. And a champagne summer. Yes! Yay. So we've got lots of things lined up. Lots of goodies for the summer. We we're, not, we're not retiring. We're not retiring. No, you still get lumbered with us on yes. your podcast oh, feed, yes. wherever it is. Oh, yes. Um, and we we'll are... be cluttering up your iTunes like, yep, like, like nobody's like business. Nobody's business. So we have we have got another few series of Bergerac to follow. Yes. A little bit we've more. We've got box lo- sets galore. Box sets galore. Some little hidden gems. Mm-hmm. So, but you can find us at, at Antique Dust. Please share and like and... Uh, ideally, if it's on Apple, please give us five stars and just say amazing. Even if it's not, even well, of course it is. Of course it is. Yes, but marvelous. But if, marvelous. You have an off, if, if you have an off day, don't 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 judge us too harshly. <laughs> if we're hungover. So, and if there are any classic TV series that um, you'd like us to whisper on about, please do let us know. Where, uh, so, email address is hello at antiquedust.co.uk. Um, but Howard's Way merch is at w www.antiquedust.co.uk You don't need to bo- you don't even need to bother with the www's no is it http https <laughs> H- <laughs> cuz it's a secure site uh, colon slash slash <laughs> antiquedust.co.uk live love laugh live love laugh live laugh live laugh love so in the meantime it's so long from me Jonathan and it's goodbye from me Rob bye bye bye